Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon to all the geeks out there in Idle Geekdom, and welcome to a rather weird day today. We're not supposed to be doing this, but we're doing this. It's not Monday. At least, you guys have better hope it's not Monday. <laughs> welcome to a geek-inspired podcast on this beautiful Wednesday evening, where we will be talking to a good friend, a great cosplayer, actually, to be honest, one of my favorites cosplayers honestly he has made some of the best stuff you have ever seen and if you were at comic-con africa the first time was ever in, in in south africa or africa you would have seen him as a predator get up for fred wolf cosplay on the left hand side of us hey. <laughs> and below is obviously geek Oscopy. he's not that important though, so. yeah. i'm just i'm just <laughs> furni- i'm just furniture on the show Ah, we love you, Chins. <laughs> What's up, Fred? Been good. What's up on your side? About the same, really. <laughs> so, before we get started with all this, with all this um, conversational questions and whatnot, we would we'd, we would prefer to actually say, tell us a little bit about yourself, so that our fans know who we're talking to. All right, so I'm Fred Wolfskopsev. Oh my God, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> I'm Fred Wolfskopsev from Mauritius. Um, I'm 29. I've been cosplaying for like almost seven years. I'm a three-time uh, champion in Mauritius and two times most of champion in South Africa. And that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, I have a cosplay partner named Akasha who's always with me at the mansion. So you may have seen her also. Hmm. That is epic. Mm-hmm. Now- this is usually Kez's forte because she is she is the cosplayer between the two of us. I'm the, the, the three of us. The gamer. She's the cosplayer. Well, cosplay person. She likes to get involved with the cosplayers more than I do. But um, yeah, there is one thing I'd like to know. How's lockdown down there in Mauritius? Oh, actually, things are really great right now. Uh, the lockdown is up, and it's over. We are not in lockdown anymore since like weeks if my memory is good lucky you <laughs> you know uh, we haven't had a case in around a month and a half so things are pretty good here we haven't opened the borders yet mm. so no one's getting in no one's getting out but it's fine here people are starting to go out again uh, work has resumed and yeah it's pretty good how is it on your side i wish still in lockdown eh? <laughs> yes <laughs> we're, we're stuck here in lockdown a very long time. Um, unfortunately, Scotland is is like South Africa when it comes to when it comes to you know South Africa and the rest of the world. You know, the world's like going forward really quickly, and South Africa is taking the scenic route. Yeah. Same thing with Scotland. You know, the UK is going left. forward, and Scotland's like taking the scenic route. So Just same a thing. short left. <laughs> yeah, short left. Yeah, we have different <laughs> levels of lockdown. We're on level three now, and we're hoping to get down. At some point, but I don't know where. But for right for right now, it's social distancing and staying at home. And uh, but I imagine um, I don't, I don't know what industry you work in. I probably should have looked it up. But Mauritius probably has a very big tourism industry. Tourism is pretty much obliterated Sorry. by Corona. Do you see any effects it, of that where you live? Um, where I live, not not really. Um, like I said, things are just getting back to normal here, but mm. on the tourism side, I think some hotels um, have closed. 
Mahomer is good. You know, I haven't really been following what's been going on here, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it's usually a bit too serious for the show. But I was just wondering, just curious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not having issues, for sure. But on the other side, it's, it's pretty okay, I think. Hmm. That's really awesome. Ooh. So... Waza said, Blue Monkey Waza, Fred, says, Fred, got a shirt on. Lol, he knows what it's about. Uh, for once. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently you don't, he doesn't need, you don't need him to send you shirts anymore. <laughs> I finally got a shirt. I was cosplays with shirts and all, like, bear chested. <laughs> Yes, he is the king of Instagram shirtlessness. Oh, come on. <laughs> you thought you'd escaped, didn't you? Well, the world knows you're there. <laughs> I'm trying to get covered more and more these past years, as you can see, with Predator and Spawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, I was really going for the shirtless characters. You know, it's easier to wear. You don't sweat a lot in the costume. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it makes <I'm>, sense. <laughs> Anything to be anything to be more comfortable, eh? <laughs> so, sure. what was the very very first cosplay outfit that you made? Oh, um, I didn't make the outfit. It was mostly a closet cosplay. It was Dante from the DMC reboot. Mm. Uh, mm. It was it was in two thousand and fourteen. No, 2013, my very first convention, actually, the local convention. And I didn't know how to sew, but I still could craft a bit. I didn't know about foam or all the other materials and tools that cosplayers used. So I just did a, a spread out of board and, yeah, mostly cardboard. It broke on stage with me <laughs> at the con during my performance. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's a funny memory that I have of my very first cosplay. Um, I had the, the vest sewn for me by a tailor. So, yeah. Not really a made cosplay by myself. I made a sword, even if it broke. <laughs> What's the convention scene like um, in your country versus coming to South Africa and performing here? What's oh. the differences? really small here it's really small we have like only one annual convention um, every december uh to compare it to for example comic-con africa i'd say that it's like which i could say is like five percent of comic-con oh that's tiny <laughs> you don't have a lot of cosplayers i think yeah. you know we have maybe uh 40 to 45 or maybe 50 cosplayers here but only about 10 people who really involved into get involved into cosplay like who really get involved into crafting a lot and who are who keep um, making cosplays every year so there might be like 10 of them so we are really really a small community here mm. really really small it's growing every year but it's like a step-by-step thing there's okay. a long way to reach comic-con level a really long way <laughs> well, at least it's starting somewhere. Yeah. It has to grow from something. So it's nice to know and to hear that it actually is growing your side as well. 
And maybe we can all go to Marissa's one day for one of your conventions. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> It'd be an expensive trip for us. <laughs> it's worth it. Mauritius is beautiful. It's fine. You see, South Africans, it's a bit easier because it's closer. <laughs> it's yeah, even more strange. I've moved. I mean, if you were still in this, it would have been less, very less expensive. Mm. <laughs> pros and cons. Yeah. Pros and cons. So Dark Knight Hayes on the, the Twitch chat wants to know what made you choose to come to South Africa for the conventions? Um, it was the closest one. I always wanted to go to Comic-Con, same for Akasha. <laughs> and uh, by the start of 2018, when they announced that there was going to be like that very first Comic-Con in the, on the African continent, we were like, okay, this one, we got to go. Mm -hmm. And flights to South Africa are way cheaper than flights to elsewhere, like Australia, France, mm. Europe, mm. Europe, or even the States, you know? So we were like, okay, Af South Africa is close and we need, we need to give it a try. And so we did. Mm. And how did you enjoy it? What? <laughs> Choose you first. <laughs> What's going on in Madagascar there? Fairly close to there. Is there anything interesting going on there? Oh, what's going on? Um, you mean in terms of cosplay or in general? Yeah, in terms of conventions, cosplay, that sort of thing. Oh, so they, they have an annual um, cosplay convention too. Um, I'm actually in touch with some of the people there, really nice people, nice cosplayers actually. Um, but what I've heard lately, um, COVID has just begun rising there. Um, as of late, okay. so I'd have to cancel the conventions and maybe do an online thing or something like that. But it's mm. pretty bad for them right now because like, the outbreak has just begun like a few weeks ago, I think. Interesting. So late. They probably yeah, relatively so closed That's off. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe. And everyone is getting better. <laughs> like, everywhere it's getting better. They're starting to, to really get it hard, but. Yeah, that's terrible, actually. So my my question is not really one of those there, but um, how did you enjoy Comic-Con? I mean, you know, Your actually being time. in South Africa and experiencing South African Comic-Con, how, how was that for you? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Both times were absolutely amazing. Um, the first time we were sad, but we didn't, we didn't get to go around the whole event and see absolutely everything because we were so busy with the competition. Mm. And the second time, we added like uh, an additional day. We got to really um, go around all the stores, see all the performers and stuff. It was freaking amazing. Absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. And like I always say, Akasha and I, since um, Comic Con Africa is our first Comic Con, we've made it ground zero. So we're like, we're always going to go to Comic Con Africa, even mm -hmm. if we move to other countries, which is uh, a goal. Um, for us, we're, we're always going to come back to South Africa for Comic-Con Africa because we really love it. Not only the, the cosplay scene, but even like the country, the food is really amazing. <laughs> yeah. And you guys have stores, which is something we do not have here. <laughs> we went around a lot of stores last time, I mean last year, and I bought like um, around 30 comics, I think. 
But I couldn't help myself. Like every time I was seeing a comic book, I was like, okay, I need to get that. I need to get that one. We go to another store. Oh, I need to get that one too. And this one. (laughs) 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 It was an amazing experience being in SA. Mm. Really, really an amazing. So the food, the food is the big pickup there. <laughs> clearly, a lot of look, a lot of people up here in Scotland have said the same thing. They've because they obviously they recognise the voices, the accents. They say the same thing. It's the food. <laughs> I don't know what it is about South African food, but they seem to enjoy it. <laughs> really, good. I, I I had the chance of attending a braai. <laughs> yeah, that is South Africa. We, we had it too. <laughs> It's just called a barbecue. Yeah, no, we are, well, I call them bras. The Scots call them barbecues. Because <laughs> yeah. um, one time we were talking to some to, to people organizing the, the bra actually, and it was like we, we were like, oh, it's it's like a, a barbecue. We're like, no, don't say that. Don't compare it to a barbecue. It's a bras. Bras different. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is definitely different. Yeah. It's also like when you when you when you describe Boltong, like only the person who's describing Boltong is allowed to say it's kind of like jerky. You can't do it the other oh. way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because otherwise it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. So it's not one of the the questions that we put up, but it is something that I meant to ask and I forgot, and then I remembered. So. You and Akasha have been cosplay partners for a year. How how long have you guys been working together as cosplay partners, and what made you decide to team up together? We actually met uh, at my second convention. It was in 2014, and we immediately clicked. Like she had that really cool uh, Harley Quinn cosplay. Now I was doing Devil Jin, a really cheap version. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't really good at crafting back then. And we were like, okay, I, I, she saw my performance on stage and she wanted to try things like that. So we befriended there. We kept, we kept in touch. We kept in touch like for, for the time that came after, like a few months after. And we were like, hey, there was, back then there was a second event, a second annual event, which was called Her University. And she wanted to compete. Okay, so I was like, okay, then wanted someone to be in her performance, to fight her. And I was like, okay, I can do it. So we put up uh, a show together, performed it, and she actually won the competition. And that's where it really started. And ever since, we kept working together on cosplays, uh, doing a lot of performances. We kept doing the the university um, competition for like four years. And uh, it, it stopped. It has stopped afterwards. Like they stopped the competition. Uh, they don't do the event anymore. But for the four years that uh, she competed and I was in her scene, she won, actually. So we kept going on and on and on. And that's also when I started to win the competitions here, when she was in my performance. Because we have a really cool chemistry when we perform together. And that's something that really helped create that bond between us. And we're like, okay, as from now on, we're going to be cosplay partners. And everywhere we go, we go together um, when it comes to cosplay things. It's it's really cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. You guys work really well together as well. So it's it's absolutely awesome Mm -hmm. to see what you guys pull out. And we're always excited to see what you guys do. 
because mm. nothing is ever the same, which makes it that much more interesting as well. Yeah, we try to um, a different approach each time we put on a show, each time we put on like um, new projects, we take new projects, uh, cosplay projects. We try to level up, but we also try to try different things. You know, sometimes we try to add some fun stuff into the cosplay, some comedy, and sometimes we just stay on the badass side. It depends on the characters also that we choose, but we, we try to evolve in different directions. Do you guys have any like WCS uh, aspirations? How would you even how would you even get that? Do you have to do it through South Africa? Um, actually, we cannot. cannot we, at all. we would love would love to take part in the WCS, but their the rules are really really strict. And to be able to be on the WCS, you have to either you have to be a native or have a, a PR the country that's entering and Mauritius cannot enter right now because you have a, there, there's a lot of formalities that goes on to get the country to enter it and let's say if we want to, we, we, we thought about it and we reach out to them to Japanese guys to try to get get a Mauritius on board but they told us that first they have to send like a staff member from there or something like that onto Mauritius on our expenses for three consecutive years for our annual event, judge how it is here at the level. And if it works, then the first year we can only go to assist, I mean, to, to spectate uh, the competition. And then the year after that, we'll be able to take part. But that's like a four year process. Yeah. Count it, a four year process. Jeez. We can really compete. Which is really, really, really hard. Mm. And another issue we have here in Mauritius is that a lot of cosplayers, I mean, most of them, like 90% of them, would like to perform. They love to craft, love to make cosplays, and they make really, really cool cosplays. We have some really amazing cosplayers here, but they, they hate the stage. Like, they don't like to perform. Performance just ain't the thing. <laughs> um, Akasha and I are like the rare cosplayers who really love to perform. Mm. So it's it's gonna be pretty hard to get Mauritius onto the WCS scene. Yeah, because of all that. Because like the performance in WCS is like one of their main points. I think you get more points on the performance and on the costume. They do judge both. They consider the performance more than the costume. So it's it's a dream. It's a dream, but not one that's going to be achieved anytime soon. Anytime unless, soon. We, yeah. unless we get some permanent residency in SA. Yeah. No. Is, there, is there no way to link? Oh, you said it has to be a native of a, of a place. But I don't see why like you can't then go. I don't know. It's, it's weird rules, I suppose. It's very strange. Yeah. Because it comes down to the skills at the end of the day. Like, what, what is this nonsense? But I suppose, yeah, it's just Japan. They have weird rules and weird traditions and stuff like that. Yeah, so. <laughs> but they're really, really strict. Really strict. And you can't bypass anything, unfortunately. Mm. Jeez. Hectic. That is actually madness, hectic. <laughs> it's unnecessary. It's supposed to be a fun thing. You know, it's like a, it's... It's a, it's not like writing a scientific paper or something where there's like sets of rules. This is like mm. 
I don't see where. But even then, there's no real set of rules when it comes to finding something new. If you discover something new, it's a whole new experience, even for you guys, you know, as, mm. as scientists, there's no difference. So, you know, you two are in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, in chat, there's <laughs> a happening? bug flying around. You guys are under, under siege. Uh, <laughs> the insects are attacking. Sorry, I got a piece of cat hair in my mouth. So in chat, Kuya is asking, outside of conventions, what have you been involved with as a cosplayer? He remembers that you did a Marvel thing for Endgame. But before you answer, he says that you should um, immigrate to Johannesburg. <laughs> and then I said you and Akasha should immigrate. Oh, <laughs> both of them have been saying that. And... It's not out of the way. It's definitely a plan we're considering, maybe. Not sure. We're still 50-50 on it. It's quite hard to live, Mauritius. It's really, I've been great for like, the past 29 years. So, but we're, we're thinking of it. Maybe, maybe yes, maybe no, maybe not in the near future, in yeah. a few years. I don't know, but that might happen. You should have shared for the first, folks. Exclusive. Podcast exclusive. Answer his first question. Um, we, we, do, we, we do cosplays at uh, shopping malls also for kids. And we also do charity events. Like, for example, last December, there was a charity event for kids who come from your poor family. It was a Christmas thing, Christmas event, and we just went there in cosplay. And, you know, it, it always puts a smile on their face. Mm. And mm. it makes us happy to be able to do that. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Try to use cosplay uh, as a mean of enlightening the days of our children, however we can. Okay, so Dark Knight Hayes uh, wants to know, what is the most amazing cosplay you've seen pulled off? So in other words, someone Ooh. pulled off the, the cosplay. What's the most amazing one you've seen? Wow. Um, it depends on the category, I think. I Kitty's cosplay was freaking amazing last year. I was so freaking impressed by it. it mm. yeah, that's some amazing sewing. Uh, really, really good sewing. Other than that, I've seen a couple um, prosthetic, mostly prosthetic-based cosplays. Of monsters, I don't, I don't remember the name of the artist, like the cosplayers who did it. But it's hard to just pinpoint one cosplay, you know. But I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. I've seen a Godzilla cosplay, like full version Godzilla with the lights on and smoke oh, no. coming out of the mouth. That was really Sounds amazing. Cool. Yeah. Oh. So um, an Iron Man cosplay with all the parts moving, like a lot of animatronics in it, LEDs, oh, and also smoke. It was also freaking amazing, and there's a lot like that. Yeah, did you did you see that I, Gundam in Japan? Sorry? Did you see that Gundam that they had in Japan? Oh yeah, you mechanized yeah, but, Gundam. That was freaking amazing. Was, life size one. Yeah, it was a life size one. It was huge. It was like yeah. I think four stories huge, tall or something. It was massive. Yeah. It was <laughs> really awesome. Yeah. That's some next level stuff. Not cosplay, Bo. I don't think there was someone in it. No, I don't no. think. No. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese is like, we can pull them. 
So, I don't know how to say it. Mush. Mush said that they're really proud of our champion. You make us proud, Mauritian cosplayer. Make us known and make our tiny island really proud. Oh, that's Mujahid from Mauritius. <laughs> that guy is an amazing cosplayer. You guys should check him out. He has an amazing Daedric cosplay from Skyrim. Oh, wow. And also amazing Imperius. Oh, I'd love to see that. He's like one of the top guys here. Amazing cosplayer and a really cool guy, really funny. Okay, well, Mush, consider yourself followed by the SA Geeks. We're yep. definitely going to follow you because um, we always follow the like the cosplayers and if our friends suggest it, we generally follow. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Jeans, it's your turn to ask a question. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I saw one of the questions, but I want to reframe it. Um, if you had unlimited money and maybe people to help you like what what like massive cosplay would you start building right now Ooh, massive cosplay i think i would go for a hulkbuster iron man elmer really oh, functional yeah. one I mean, yeah. really functional <laughs> rocket and stuff like people uh yeah. one like i mentioned the, the iron man i saw before fully animatronics with all the boats moving on their own mm -hmm. uh, maybe something like that Something like that. I mean, that's one cosplay I would really need help with to build. Imagine a yeah. Hulkbuster walking around Comic Con. Would you even be able to get anywhere? <laughs> you mean like just <laughs> kicking over stalls and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would love to see spot. that. <laughs> I mean, making a normal Hulkbuster wouldn't be really, I mean, it would take a lot of time, but it's still doable. I, I'm pretty sure I can make it. But one with really functional things, that would be a, a, a dream. <laughs> dream yeah. I'm going on to, on to Instagram quickly before I forget the dude's name. Moosh. Well, I lost my questions. You lost okay, your questions. I've got one for you. This is, this is one, from, one from Kez's heart, I'm sure. Actually, she can ask the question. Uh, Number two. Go for it. What made, what made you get so involved with helping the homeless animals in Mauritius? Oh, wow. Because I see your post and I try not to cry, but I, I take my hands <laughs> off to you for actually doing it. What got me into, into helping them? Oh, I'm, I'm going to go back to a, a lot of years ago when I was still a kid just to explain how I got involved with, with how, how I got to love dogs that much begin with and that's a story that a lot of people won't know and a lot of people will know right now um as a kid one day we were at my grandparents place which is in the south of mauritius and i i was a little adventurer <laughs> i ventured into the woods you know um and i got lost couldn't find my way back oh no out of nowhere here comes my grandparents dog and I knew the dog was used to leaving um, the premises early in the morning and come back late in the afternoon. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to follow the dog until the afternoon so I can find my way back to my grandparents' place since I was lost. The dog immediately took me to my grandparents. Hmm. I was like, oh. But somehow that dog maybe, maybe not saved my life, but helped me find my way back. Or I could say it saved my life. Hmm. I was freaking lost. I don't know what could have happened. And that's when I really started to grow fond of dogs. 
And now why I'm helping dogs um, all the way around Mauritius is we, if we don't do it, if we dog lovers don't do it, nobody else does. Sometimes yeah. you can feel like an accident by the road and you see a hundred person passing by. Not a single one will stop to take care of that dog. And that dog doesn't have it has a mouth, a mouth, of course, but it doesn't have a voice hmm. to us. Yeah. Hey, help me, please, you know. So that's why I do everything I can to help dogs all around the country. And even overseas, sometimes I like to donate a lot to um, soil foundations and also other dog uh, safe organizations. So, yeah, that's my main motto is that a, a dog saved me when I was a kid. I'm just repaying back one, one of the reasons I'm repaying back all of the dogs mm. on, on Mauritius and also around the world, however I can. Mm. To, you know, because they don't have a voice, like I said, so we we should move to get them help. It yeah, pains me, you know. That's interesting, dude. Believe me, Kes and I yeah, understand. Yeah, it's really, really amazing. And as Waza's little doggy legendary Pitbull Broly in the chat says, legendary human Fred. And we agree. Yeah, it's, it takes a lot to actually do what you, what you do. Kez and I, obviously, we do the same thing as you do. We donate. We actually worked with um, the First Creators United to actually help with that, and that was one of the big things. So mm -hmm. from, the, from our hearts, we know exactly what it feels like to actually want to take care of an animal that, that has no voice, that can't really you know, speak or anything like that. And they, That's they, they... why I want a big farm so that I can, if I see a dog, <laughs> I can say, okay, no, just come with me, just come with me, it's fine. We'll just remember, farms are very expensive in I Scotland. Know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to have to come back to South Africa and get a cheaper farm. <laughs> Yeah. On, on the note of, of taking uh, care of animals, this weekend is a streaming initiative called Streamers for Conservation. Um, and there's a bunch of us that are streaming to help feed um, the animals at, I think it's Kango, Kango Wildlife Center. Um, so head over to those guys. I think Google it. They have a Facebook page. And look at the list of streamers. Maybe give them a watch and, and donate. If you can, because during lockdown, it's very difficult to to get food for the animals and and to pay workers and stuff. So it's been rough. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll definitely do that on our side. Yeah. So yeah. the the heart wrenchingness. Let's not like make this it go too, too deep. deep yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we don't want we don't want like our viewers crying for the rest of the show. So. Gregory Batman wants to know what's your new project. I have a couple ones. Um, I actually I, I had to not drop but postpone my big project, the, the newest one I, uh, I was doing, which was my kind of old father Viking four that I was preparing for Comic Con this year for the competition. Mm. I had to. I mean. I haven't really announced it yet. I just mentioned that it may be happening, but I'm most probably sure, like 90% sure, that I'm going to have to postpone it for next year. Yeah. I haven't been able to get the materials uh, shipped to Mauritius. Our post office haven't been working at all during the, the, old, the COVID lockdown. So it's pretty late right now to get everything shipped. I wouldn't have time to complete it. So that aside, um, 
I'm also working on a comic book version of Thor. As for the past year, I've been doing like, every time with a billion subs, and I'm like, okay, that's quite uncomfortable, you know. It's really good to see, it's really cool, but it's really, um, I tend to get really sweaty in it. It's, it's a full armor. Now I'm working on the toned down version, uh, a comic book version, which I'll be wearing to, to walk around a little bit easier. And I just want to get naked again. Maybe. I'm also working on Craven, you know, Craven the Hunter from Spider Man. And he has that um, very, very small vest. He's mm. almost bare chested. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting bare chested again. Dude, Craven is a cool character to actually cosplay. You get you pull Craven off, dude, and you're gonna have my respect, like ever. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have respect for that uh, that predator that you you did at the first Comic Con, dude. That was that was like the ultimate. When I saw that, I was like, this guy is someone we have to we have to follow. And Kez agreed. <laughs> and then we started stalking you. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. She's obviously kidding. <laughs> I was I loved you when you guys came to me like hey uh, Fred thank you for what you're doing for the dogs emotions I'm like oh wow <laughs> because normally people come to me and talk about cosplay stuff and you guys are like oh thank you for what you do for the dogs I'm like, okay these are cool people <laughs> <laughs> we well, care that much about animals dude and we're happy that we're happy to know that we're not the only ones yeah <laughs> So also on a non-cosplayer and related note, when did you start singing in a band and, and playing ah, your guitar? Yes, a man after my own heart. Someone else who actually <laughs> plays music and whatnot. Two steps left over there. You, you play too. Mm. On the down low, I play guitar and I sing. I'm also in a band. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's cool, man. <laughs> I actually started playing guitar in 2007. Hmm. I was still in high school and I got inspired by my brother and my cousins who always played at get-togethers, family gatherings and stuff. And so I was like, okay, but let's give it a try. And I really loved it. And the singing came along. And I had a lot of friends who were also musicians. We banded together and we started doing like small gigs mm. um, and the band got dismantled as soon as high school was over. You know how it goes. But I kept in touch with some of them and from time to time we would just like join again, go to the studio, uh, have a little rehearsal and then play in some gigs. It was never really a, a big thing, like we never went out as far as writing our own songs. So we're always doing covers and stuff. But it was a really fun experience. And fun fact, I was in a band that was supposed to actually start writing songs and working on an album right before before Comic-Con Africa. And that's where it was like the point for me to, to choose a side. It was either going to be um, the musical side I'm going to put all my efforts into cosplay. Yeah. And obviously, I want to cosplay. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. Obviously, we've got the same same issue on our side. I, I've managed to 
to figure out that the best way that we can work around it is actually start integrating the music into into our uh, streams. So have you ever considered doing something like that where you can integrate the music into your cosplay? That way you've got best both of both sides. worlds, you know? Uh, write some action for your cosplay. I have some some um, uncovers ideas that I would do, um, mm. hopefully. Um, for example, there's, there's that really catchy song, uh, Immigrant Song from Led Zeppelin in Paul Ragnarok. So I was like, okay, what if I cosplay as Paul and do a cover of that song? Yeah. I have it. Do it. Dude, fuck it out. You need to come up with that, that shirt that has like a speaker on it, the one in Big Bang Theory. And yeah. like walk, <laughs> walk everywhere <laughs> with your theme song. Like, yeah. And it's something you should definitely do is like have a big speaker here. <laughs> Just push it back. Okay, segue. Favorite band. Since you're talking about Led Zeppelin, that can't be your favorite band though. What is your fa ultimate band of all time? Um, I'm thinking of trying to find one band that I call my favorite one, but it's really hard. I listen to so many genres of music. Mostly rock, rock and roll stuff, and yeah, rock thing. Not the only one. Uh, it's hard to pick one band, you know, but because I, I love a lot of bands from. I'll break it down. Favorite three for you, because I know it's difficult. I have the same issue, so I'll give you three because it's a lot easier then. Ooh, top three. <laughs> top three. Oh, that's a so I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick one from different genres, and that's fine. The metal side, I'm gonna say, ooh, can switch engage, maybe. Nice. <laughs> I love can switch. It's hard to, to just pick them because I'm also a lot uh, a fan of a lot of other metal bands. Yeah. But uh, I think I'll pick can switch for the metal side, and if I need to pick one for, say, pop rock stuff, I would go maybe with. Again, which one? Repeat. Scottish band. Um, that song, catchy song. Totally uh, but anyway, it's <laughs> Travis. Um, the genre that I listen to. I don't know. Actually, I listen to to metal and rock and pop rock. Maybe Muse. The Muse. Kind of Muse. Nice choice. In the whole album. All albums, like the first four albums, but then they move to a different style, you know, right. but it doesn't really fit my kind. Yeah, dude, so, Black Holes and Revelations was probably like their last good album. Uh, yeah, I agree. It started I going agree. down after that. So Black Holes and Revelations and everything that came before that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Andrew, there, oh. dude, we're like, we're like the same person here, bro. I feel exactly <laughs> the same as you. That is exactly the same thought. <laughs> you, found, you found your doppelganger, Ross. Yeah, I found, your like, I found doppelganger. On, on that note, Chicken Wingers says that, that Ziff and Fred should team up next year at, at a convention <laughs> and do a musical yeah, number together. Yeah. Like me walking around with a guitar strap to my back or something. <laughs> Yeah, and then you play his theme song for his character. <laughs> it's going around. You can play. Fred can walk around in the cosplay, and you can follow him around playing, playing the Zim music. Playing Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one of the hardest guitar riffs to play. 
I think we should do that. I think we've lost video. Oh, there we go. No. This video's back again. There. For a there's second, there. their fridge just froze. <laughs> Waza wants to know, what are your thoughts on no Comic-Con this year? Ooh. Um, I mean, we're still having the online thing, which is cool, still cool. So we're still having Comic-Con somehow. But, oh, um, speak for Akasha also for, for that one. We are really, really, really sad that we aren't going to be able to come to SFO Comic Con because we were so looking forward to that. Um, like, just put the competition aside, just the fact of coming, meeting with all of the SA community, the cosplay community, which mm -hmm. is really amazing, and all the amazing people we've met there last year and the year before. We, we've made a lot of friends and we we're really looking yeah. forward to meet all of them. And that's, that's the downside of. <laughs> being able to come to it we're really sad about that yeah that does suck My we've got to get you up first time as well so you can experience scotland looking forward yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's comic cons here too <laughs> a lot there's there's actually shitloads of comic cons here we've got like a comic con every month well when it was when when, lockdown. when lockdown wasn't happening we had like a comic con every month there, wow. each, each little town has a tiny little convention every now and then. Mm. And we've got really one nice. from that, so it's awesome, dude. Like I said, it's like the opposite. We just have one convention each year, so just think about how hard it is. <laughs> <laughs> what are the differences that's going through your mind when you're trying to perform music versus performing in character in your cosplay? When I'm performing as a character, uh, let's say for a cosplay skit, you need to really stick to that character's uh, personality, way of moving around and stuff. You, you need to become that character. Whereas when I'm performing a song on stage, I can be myself. Even if I'm doing like cover, a cover of a band song, like obviously I've, I've never written a song in my life. I've always, I always done covers. Um, I can I get to be myself. Let's say, for example, I, I'm not in a mood to run around the stage with my guitar, which sometimes I do. Um, I would just stay still in front of mic and play my guitar and sing. But if I'm in the mood to run around, I can run around. Whereas when you're doing a skit in cosplay, you need to stick to the character. If the character is some uh, someone who doesn't um, smile, you can smile. Yeah. yeah that's the difference. Yeah, it's got to yeah which one is more difficult for you is it more difficult to be yourself or is it more difficult to stay in in a character that's not yours actually actually being myself is quite easy i guess it, it is for everyone <laughs> yeah. but uh, i'm not gonna say that it's harder to embody a character uh, a cosplay because I've got used to it. I've been doing it so long and so many times. We've done so many skits with, uh, skits with Akasha. And even before that, I was doing skits alone and stuff. Um, it has become like a second nature. Like you give me a character, I need to cosplay that character. I immediately get into the shoes of that character. It, it's not hard at all. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm. It's your turn. Pretty hmm? good. It's your turn. My turn. So, if you could be any character other than Thor, who would you choose and why? 
<laughs> That's a really hard question because if you if you didn't mention other than four, my obvious answer would have been four. I don't That's know how why you I guessed. Said other than four. I don't know how you guessed, but yeah, my pick would have been four. <laughs> <laughs> she's just dude. She's psychic. Psychic that way. She just knows. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, would have. Would I choose? I think I would go for Kratos. Uh, just because, like, I have loved the games. Ever since oh, yes. I played them. They're epic. Uh, I don't want to, to leave his crushing story. You know, I don't want to kill my family and become that <laughs> and rage and kill all the gods all around. But if I could um, get in his shoes, like, be the character and have his powers and stuff for just one day i would go for kratos for sure yeah definitely that's dude he, he that would be the ultimate freaking power <laughs> okay we got a we got a question from the youtube chat from queerbray i think is jumping across but he asks aside from cosplay music and saving all the animals on the planet is there other hobbies that uh, you're really into or would like to get into in the future Oh, a gamer. Also a gamer. Play a lot of video games. Mostly PlayStation. Oh, I've heard that nice. cannot. You and me, dude. <laughs> Same person. PSN, we must join. Last year, I told a friend. Uh, a friend asked me the same question, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm also a gamer." And he was like, "What on, on what platform do you play?" Um, Play on PC and PlayStation, but I'm mostly a PlayStation guy. It was like you, you cannot, you cannot say that you're a gamer if you don't fully play on PC. You know, but like, what, what, why, why? Since who? Any console, any platform, be a gamer. That person How knows nothing that? about anything. I can tell you that much. <laughs> exactly, but there you go. How I see it is, if you can play Call of Duty on a console, you can play it on any platform. I think the it's only one that doesn't really count is if you play on your phone. Yeah, if you play on your phone, it's like a okay. cake. <laughs> Candy Crush! Although, to be honest, they have Call of Duty on your phone now as well. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's difficult to say a, a mobile gamer is not a mobile gamer anymore because you yeah. can get some really cool games on there. And they've been porting, right. like, they've been porting JRPGs from, like, the SNES era, era to to Android and, and iOS and stuff. And those are hardcore yeah. games. So oh, I'm not yeah. I'm not discounting yeah. mobile anymore. I think those days are over. Oh. I, think, I think mobile Dude, is joining us. JRPGs on mobile. I guess 50-50 because, because you get some people who play um, Candy Crush. They call themselves gamers. They're not. Those are not gamers. Those are not gamers. No. Okay, you exclusively play Candy Crush. You're not a gamer. <laughs> no, that's a person who plays games on their phone, but they're not. They're, they're not a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> but if you play Final Jeff, Fantasy VI on your phone, that's a gamer. Yeah, exactly. Well, Black Desert, dude. Black Desert as well. Mm. That's also on the phones now. Mm. I know. I'm playing that on my phone as and the computer. So, mm. but anyway, I've got I've got a lacquer question for you here, yeah, Brie. Okay, lacquer. Um, <laughs> I got an awesome mm. question for you, Rick, because you probably don't <laughs> You know Lacker, man. You beat South Africa. I know. I know. I've heard it a couple of times, and I've asked around, and yeah, I, actually, yeah. I learned it before me, and she was like, hey, you know that word Lacker? I was like, oh, no, what does it mean? It means awesome. Like, something is Lacker, something is awesome. I was like, oh, cool, that's Lacker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. in the world, dude. Coming from one person who's played on stage and had them oh so many times. 
What is the worst performance? Not the worst performance, the worst gig you have ever had. Where like the shit just didn't work, dude. Nothing worked. Your guitar would bomb, your string snapped, your mic stopped working, any of the shit like that. What is the worst gig you've ever had? Ooh. Um it was at high school. At an event and they wanted us to play. So my friends and I did some rehearsals and rehearsals and stuff at studios. And when we came the day of the gig, they had like the, ooh, the say the lowest of low budget settings like in terms of uh, the gears like the sound system the audio, <laughs> and like the worst of the worst uh, even if a microphone wouldn't work properly and we <laughs> that's not cool but we, we just left we just left we were like oh, we ain't doing we ain't doing this <laughs> <laughs> just bad. <laughs> yeah. Normally we would, you know, we would try to, to to just get something out of it and play something, but there weren't even enough cable for all the guitars. <laughs> had like a bass guy and two guitars, and there were like two cables, something like that. That's terrible. Worst of the worst for us. Oh, please, dude, that sucks. Oh. Okay, before we, before we carry on, there's a there's a hashtag running on our Twitter on our Twitch feed saying hashtag Fred is a true gamer. So yeah. that is that is gonna be a thing. Thank you. And then Thank you. Zadie Zadie Motala has joined. Zadie, Zadie what's up? I call him Darth Bunny. And he says, um, Jonas, say on Spajonamus. My name is me, I'll be honest. They weren't ready for Freddy. Oh, no, they weren't ready for Freddy. <laughs> he says, oh. what you were saying is they weren't ready for Freddy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Dude, you walked on that stage, owning the stage, and they were like, ah, oh, shit, yeah. we don't have enough stuff for you. We're not ready for you. <laughs> Freddy's so awesome. We're not ready for him. <laughs> oh. That question can actually work for both your cosplay and your um your music vibe. So what was your worst cosplay performance that you had? Um, We're actually talking about it just oh. to be the music thing. <laughs> actually it's pretty much the same thing that uh, happened with the the gig. What, there weren't enough cable? Uh, was... That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not in terms of cable. <laughs> Got him. It's obviously not the same thing, not the cable story this time, but it's very similar. There was uh, one event I attended to, and they asked me to, to enter the contest. I hadn't prepared anything. I was doing Zoro from One Piece, so I had my swords and stuff. And I was like, um, okay, I'll just get the, the music and, you know, just do a little demo or something uh, with the swords. And I took a look at the stage. There was no stage. <laughs> no stage. <laughs> it was in a little corner of like two meters by two meters. Oh, dear. So maybe Two meters by three meters or something like that. And 
of course, I just left for event. In classic, I mean, you could always say that you were in character as Zoro and got lost. You would have got uh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he's a better man than I am. Because remember, we played that gig. Yeah. Oh my god! I would have, if I was judging, if I was judging that contest, I would have given you ten percent. I mean, like ten marks, ten out of ten. Of course, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I don't know why my my brain, part of my brain went percentage, the other part went out of ten. But yeah, when you mix science with with cosplay, it's like like this. Yeah, but but in the One Piece anime, Zoro is a character that just gets lost all of the time. So if he doesn't pitch, he doesn't pitch up. It makes sense. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I won that contest, actually. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know. Yeah. You left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in the chat, was I saying, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Five, six, hide all your shirts. Seven, eight, he's a legend, mate. Nine, ten, ready to cosplay again. <laughs> What's up, bro? Yeah, Holy shit, that was well done. And then Zay <laughs> says, but Fred, why aren't you telling them about that awkward moment when we started singing at the hotel and then nearly kicked us out? <laughs> that I know you and Zayn would have done. We did. We did. We, we sang Bohemian Rhapsody, actually. Oh, that was good. good. I almost kicked you out. What? <laughs> what <laughs> story? Story queen. <laughs> And they were looking at us in a bizarre way, like, what, what's the problem with these guys? <laughs> it was fun. Apparently, it's too awkward to tell the stories, Aiden. <laughs> and then um, Tom, who's also, well, Tom and Haley are both also in chat and they say hi. And. Hi. Tom wants to know when are you going to serve Haley apple juice again? She is waiting for you next year. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> answered his own question. Next year. <laughs> See now, I think, next year. I think Kiz and I were talking about this actually recently. I think there's a reason why this lockdown thing happened this year, so that Kiz and I can get settled. Yes. In and then next year, we can fly down to South Africa and spend Comic-Con with the people we love. The universe, the universe has moved and melded to make this happen. Yes. yes. It's, it's, it's sort of like become one, and it's understanding that the SA geeks are no longer in South Africa, and yeah. they have to do something. Oh, to destroy the world. Yeah. Fuck the world. <laughs> 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 South Africa. <laughs> Like they made a list, they made a list of all the possibilities, like all the things they could do, and it was like they were like, um, let's just throw COVID in. Just throw COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we just gotta get rid of a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I see. It's like this whole plan for 2020. It was like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> it was like Thanos snapped. He was like, nope, people gotta go. Guts to go. <laughs> Yes, yeah, we cursed we cursed the world. We did. We cursed the entire world. And the funny thing is, it only had to happen between 
South Africa and the UK, not the entire world. <laughs> no, we just wanted two places to be a very good. <laughs> well, no, screw that. Everyone gets it. You get COVID-19. You get COVID-19. Everybody yeah, gets COVID-19. If you think about it, this I think there's like so little connection between South Africa and like and Scotland. Like what are we importing and exporting there? They were like we had to destroy the whole world just to connect them in some way. You talk about what is South Africa importing, bro? Grapes and avos. Grapes, avos, and funny enough, some potatoes. Yeah. Avos grow in Scotland. All three of those from South Africa. Oh, the other way around. But every now and then every now and then We'll see in the packaging, it's like, imported from South Africa. Like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Niederberg wine as well. We get Niederberg here. So, uh, yeah, Savannah. of course, yeah. Wine you're probably getting all over the world from South Africa. Yeah, so it's Niederberg wine, Savannah, Biltong, Budovors. Dude, they've got the stuff here. They, they accommodate South Africans here. What's good? <laughs> Zaddy says you stay here, send kids back. <laughs> you got dude, it's not the SA Geek, it's the SA Geeks. Indeed, it's in the name. It's in the name. You can't you can't exactly. yeah. it's, it's, it's about what It's about Fred. It's about it's about uh, Sir Fred on, on our on our left hand side. What is your favorite game that you have ever played? game that I've ever played. Ooh. Which uh, another hard question. Yeah, you guys keep asking me hard things. <laughs> okay, what are your top three favorite games? Which are three? Resident yes. Evil 4. Okay, RE4. Okay. Um, probably gonna Which go with God of War also. Of course. The first one. I think Oh, it's hard to pick. I'm going to say the, That's your I'm most nostalgic about the, the first games, but mm. I'm going to say the last one. I really enjoyed the last one. Okay. Right. And third, wow. I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to really go back <laughs> in time. The Prince of Persia, Warrior Within. Oh, Can yeah. Oh, nice, that is far nice, back in time, nice, dude. Nice. Back in time. I know, I know. I know. Right now, but it's it's really hard for me to pick a few games. Worry within, I think worry worry within is a good game. I don't think it gets. I don't think Prince of Persia games get talked about enough these days. Mm. You know, they got they got changed into Assassin's Creed, and then Assassin's Creed got changed to something else that they still call Assassin's Creed. But I did hear rumors that (laughs) Prince of Persia might be coming back, and that'll be really good. I was just heard that. I'm also still thinking about a few games that I should mention. Um, Metal Gear 5. So good. So, so good. Amazing game. Loved it. Red Dead Redemption 2, of course. Let's keep that one. Okay. Uh, I can go on and on. <laughs> I cannot pick. <laughs> it was supposed to be three. Yeah? <laughs> We're up to five. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Okay, so. Sorry, was that decided to drop something? He says, Ziff says everything fine, and then at Budavors drops their heavy accent. No, that's Tom. <laughs> oh, sorry, chicken wingers. Sorry, my mistake. 
then Zadie said sack to Ziff, and then Haley said, because of the potatoes being South African, she can see Waza standing in the supermarket with SA potatoes <laughs> saying, one of us, one of us. <laughs> oh, jeez, what a tune. What a tune. Sorry, Tuesday, Tuesday was yesterday, Waza. Jeez. Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday was, was yesterday, yesterday, so you can't say sack to me today. <laughs> but I do like the Boulevard's heavy accent thing, because it is true. Uh, oh I was actually, God. I was talking. Tired, really? So now of all times, oddly Otter decides to drop Afrikaans. I am sorry, Fred. You're not yeah. going to understand Kent for the next five minutes. I'm with Afrikaans, bro, for five minutes. I'll translate. She has to no, speak Afrikaans no. for five minutes. Thicker. He won. He won. So I'm going to let her speak for the rest of the time. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a good um, time to end the podcast because <laughs> we don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to sit through. Okay. Um. Dark Knight is from. What is the best South African course? What you got? And what you need in Mauritius can cry Okay, so Chicken Wingers has said. I'm translating it for you. Has asked you the question. Dark Knight Hayes. Oh, sorry. Dark Knight Hayes. What does it say? No, that's Chicken Wingers. Oh, okay. So Chicken Wingers and Dark Knight Hayes said the same thing. Um, what is your favorite South African food that you've had? Obviously in South Africa. But, <laughs> but you can't get it in Mauritius. I do a top three game. The what? Can I, can I pick three? It's still hard to pick just one. <laughs> top three, yeah. So first, the bride. Okay, bride depends because lots of food get cooked, gets cooked at the bride. What food mm. from the bride? Like specific food. Um, <laughs> uh, all of it was good, so it's pretty pretty. Oh, oh my dog comes by to say hello. Hello, poopy. hello dog. Hello dog. That is such a cute poopy. Other one is sleeping. Otherwise, we would be barking right now. Mm. Um. Okay, so if, if I can pick I as a whole, I'm gonna say Biltong. Ooh, nice choice, dude. Nice choice. Even your dog is uh, is happy about that. <laughs> and there's a Portuguese meal that I had uh, at a restaurant with uh, Miguel. I don't know if you know, he was one of uh, the judges. A really cool guy, really cool cosplayer, Miguel Lima. Mm. And that's my second pick. Which one? Pick third one. Not the third anymore because um, Bri was on my top list, you know, as a whole. Yeah. Everything in the Bri, yeah. Yeah, everything in the Bri. No call. Okay, so Wazo redeemed it, and I can't know. Wazo was smart and redeemed it so that I can switch back to English. This was doing your mod job, doing your mod job. Wazo was doing a good job, and I I don't have to carry on speaking Afrikaans. Wazo got smart. You you know what I was about to do? I was about to activate the trap card using bets again. In case you went, in case you went oh, on yeah. too far, <laughs> because on this podcast, microtransactions win. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we to, get, to get us to change something. All you have to do is uh, give us a couple of bits and they all biddies, and then we're we'll change it. So, like for example, if you make us reverse our controllers for fifteen minutes, 
and someone doesn't like it, all you have to do is give us a few biddies and we'll flip our controller back. <laughs> Microtransactions, they're the best things in the world. <laughs> so Haley says that she remembers the restaurant. It was pretty good. And yeah. the chocolate milk. Ooh, yeah, just- chocolate milk. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I bought like a couple of bottles of chocolate milk um, at the uh, restaurant. Uh, Clearly, that chocolate milk, like, really, like, it, it hit home for you. <laughs> no, it was a, we are not sponsored by EA. No, we are most certainly not sponsored by EA. You were trained by EA, not sponsored. Yeah, we were trained by EA. We played enough of the games. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Hashtag pay to win. Ubisoft, by the looks of things, since they were clever enough to actually drop their breakpoint fuck up. <laughs> and what also says that South African women love Freddie, especially your Instagram. Yeah, dude, that, that <laughs> you know, you made me start working out because, um, like, you know, I don't, I don't want her running away from me. So now I'm trying to build that six pack because this is king. I'm kidding. I actually, I started gymming because I don't want to. I, want to I be would never run away from you. I love you too. See, this is she knows that the SA geeks aren't the SA geeks without both of us. That but that's the, po- that's the point where you go <laughs> Not live on stream. <laughs> live on stream, I do this. Ow. <laughs> Haley says the way to Fred's heart is chocolate milk. <laughs> no. You know what we got to do? Can I deny it? <laughs> Actually, I've got a better idea. What we're going to do, when we're in South Africa again, if the Nexus is still open, what we're going to do is we're going to take you to the Nexus and you're going to have one of their freaking milkshakes. You will never go back from that. Believe me. Never, yeah. ever. They have the best milkshakes in the world. I'm still trying to recover. Okay, yeah. I'm still trying to recover. This can like to be the truth, my bre. Well, Wayne says the way to your heart is chocolate milk, doggy biscuits, and dogs. Dogs. Dogs first. And chocolate milk and the rest. Yeah, your dog your dog clearly is more in, intent on keeping you from <laughs> anything else. <laughs> no, it's no, so cute. cute. Oh, look at oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh. That is by far the cutest poopy I've ever seen. <sighs> That is a he loves him so much. <laughs> Just let me kiss you, Fred. That bloody. That's that's. A... That is proof right there that Fred's a good person. Yes, yes. It is indeed. we have we have undeniable proof. Yeah, when his dog loves him so much, <laughs> it comes on stream with him. Package deal. Have you ever played a game and it's made you rage quit? Where you've just gone like, no, I'm not doing this no more. That's not rage quit, Dan. Angel. Well, rage quit is, for fuck's sake, screw this! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Just give me two seconds. I'll over there and come back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can stare, at, you can stare at those beautiful cosplays yes. behind us. That Kratos one looks freaking epic. Guys, I only think I have time for like maybe one more question. I have a, another yeah. podcast after this that I have to. Okay, so a uh, game that got me to rage quit. Um, yeah, actually, it was like Apex Legends. I was playing Apex Legends, <laughs> and it was freaking lagging. 
times actually, right? Not just once, a lot of times. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> All right, so we have one more question. I think uh, Choose is going to ask that question. Hey, Fred, well, what are you playing and watching right now? What's taking up your your, your time? Ooh, um, I've been starting a game that I've finished, actually. I've been playing uh, Deus Ex, Kind Divided. Nice. Good choice. Nice. Nice. Good, good game. game. Really like the game. Uh, really love Human Revolution, so I really like the, the mm -hmm. sequel, Mankind Divided. And yeah, I've just started it over again. Because uh, we've been on lockdown and all the stores were closed, and we don't we don't we don't have the new games that just came out. So I was looking forward to get a Predator one, but they haven't got it in the stores yet. And I'm a big old school guy, you know. I rarely rarely download games. So I love to I love to keep a copy, love to keep a CD, high five. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just gonna wait. But yeah, lately I've been playing Deus Ex. And you really that, are, yeah. You really are Mauritian version uh, of Ross. Yeah, you are. You are like you're it's old school. Really weird. I've got. <laughs> yeah. You would not believe how many hard copies of games I actually have. We've got a shit ton of games because I do not do digital. If I have to, I'll go digital. But if I like the game so much, I will buy a hard copy of it because I have to have the disc in my collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. The only time I got a game, uh, I bought a game digitally was like. Last year, when some friends, um, actually my colleagues, uh, the guys from my office came to my house, and uh, we, we wanted to play Tekken, and I didn't have Tekken, so I had to download it. So, yeah. It was the only time I bought a game. <laughs> for PS. <laughs> when you have no choice. <laughs> All right, so... Wazo says the only difference between the two of you is that Ziff has shirts and you have hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> well, also, in print cosplay, a cosplay and uh, Ziff doesn't. I use, I use a shave. I use your... Oh, no, I shave because I'm actually going bald, dude. Uh, I've got bald patch in the back here and the receding hairline. So I decided, you know what's good? No hair. Now I look like Kratos. <laughs> but anyway. Sorry? You could pull a really good Kratos cosplay. Uh, I, I would. To lose, um, lose some weight first. This, yeah. <laughs> He'll be fat Kratos. Like fat Thor. He'll be fat Kratos. I'll be fat Kratos. Oh, Just get a suit. Just get a suit. Get, get a suit with the muscle padding. Sorted. <laughs> yeah, dude, the muscle padding doesn't work when your stomach is out here. <laughs> it, it might. The the new Kratos has like a much wider waist. Like if you play like the original Kratos, whose waist is like that big, then you have a problem. But I think you know, the, the new Kratos might be easier for you to pull off. <laughs> so anyway, um, Fred. Where, does, where can everyone find you, like, social media-wise? Where, where can all of our viewers find you? I'm mostly active on Instagram at Fred Wolf Cosplay, but you can also find me on Facebook, same name, Fred Wolf Cosplay. Nice. Is that it? That's it. Oh, very short. Okay. <laughs> uh, down below, Geekoscopy, where can we find you? You can find me on the internet at Geekoscopy. You can see it on YouTube. It's right the way. 
But if you're on Twitch, you might not be able to see that. So let me flip it for you. <laughs> Maybe not that way. <laughs> the upside <laughs> down again. <laughs> <Dicoscopy. laughs> yeah. <laughs> All over the internet. All right. And of course, we are the SA Geeks. You can find us right here on Twitch. You can follow us. Actually, please follow us. It's always nice to have more follows. Um, but also, yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. We're on all we're on the social on all the social media until they ban us. So you'll find us there. We'll be there, obviously. That's just how it works. Um, Before we go, um, Gregory Batman says that you should do a, a Kratos cosplay and wants to know if Fred will let you borrow his um, his outfit. No, his Kratos outfit. I'm too fat for that outfit. I'll it's suggest. Just- Stable. You said stable, dude. You've seen me. <laughs> it's adjustable. Like you can you can uh, just stretch it a little bit. It's, it's cool. It will fit. Will fit. I'm losing this. Plan on losing this. So. But anyway, we are going to go and raid Reformed. It is it is his birthday today. Oh, it's his oh, yeah. birthday. He's also a Gemini. Happy birthday to Reformed. You probably can't hear me, but anyway. No. <laughs> Good type in Thank chat. you so much for being Fred, on the on the show, Fred. We do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank a you lot. for joining us. It's really it's awesome a, to actually chat to you again. Um, chat. Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna keep in contact like yes. we always do. I'm gonna get your PSN details. You're gonna we're gonna DM you a little bit later. I want your All PSN right. details because uh, I'm joining you on PlayStation Network. Um, awesome. But anyway, yeah, guys. Thank you, everyone, for watching us. Thanks for asking the questions. You guys have been one unbelievable crowd, as always. It's great to actually have you guys here, but mm. remember, as always, Bye! And the way